it's time for the Squacklecast! You'll have a blast with the Squacklecast! Here's a friendly warning, you'll probably be offended. Your mom jokes in bad movies, life, what's that? Weather and more, oh, you'll have a blast with the Squacklecast! Hello, welcome to Squacklecast episode nine. Yeah, yeah. Who knew it would go this long? By the way, <laughs> what happened? Episode nine. Who knew it would go this long? Yeah, I didn't think either. But this is this is technically like the twelfth week we're doing it because we missed like three weeks in the middle somewhere there. Um, yeah, we didn't do one last week, and so. <laughs> 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 uh, that's an appropriate sound effect for our, that situation. Yeah. Um, There's so many buttons. I got to scroll down just to look at them. And just the descriptions of them. I don't even know what works for yeah. Well, for the situation. That'll be an interesting one today then. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just play miscellaneous uh, sound clips? And see what works. <laughs> sure, yeah. Just yeah. for like an hour. Right. <laughs> hour straight. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Okay, so I saw Prometheus yesterday. You saw it when? I saw it the day... Or the day after it came out. So day Friday came out, I saw it on Saturday, yeah. Okay. So, did you generally like it, or did you... Yeah, I liked it. Like? I mean, it's not it's not the same thing that you, you would expect from an alien film, but... I th- Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, too. I thought it was more, more akin to, like, a Blade Runner sort of sequel mm-hmm. than, um, than an alien movie. But I think you can kind of shoehorn Blade Runner into Alien if you really wanted to at this point. Yeah, the odd thing about that is that really Scott's going to do Blade Runner 2 after this, so it's it seems like he's already saying what he wants to say in Prometheus. Yeah, I think he's getting ready for Blade Runner for some reason and making Prometheus into some sort of pseudo-sequel of Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't... I don't remember the android from Alien. I, th- I do remember that there was one, right? Everything you remember from the film from Alien is aliens anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember the first one at all. The only thing I do remember now is that they're all at sitting... this point. I don't think you've even seen Alien. I think you just seen aliens. Well, in Alien, they're sitting around the table, and all of a sudden they're like they're eating, right, on the, on the spaceship. That was yeah, alien. but everyone sees that clip, don't they? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw that movie, but they're they're on the spaceship the whole time, right? And then you just, just saw parts of it on YouTube. <laughs> you, I must have. I... Yeah. I completely blocked that movie out, and every time I I think, oh, that was from Alien. It's it's actually from Aliens. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how, if that was appropriate or not. It just said Mermaid Evil. I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think Prometheus itself was a entertaining movie. I well, think. what did you expect going into Prometheus? I expected something a little bit more coherent, I suppose. Um, were you expecting something more like uh, Scott's Alien? Or were you expecting something totally different? 
Well, I knew it was going to be a little bit of like something more like um, uh, something more like Avatar. Yeah, I guess I'd, at this point I would probably be expecting something a little bit more like Avatar. Um, uh, it just didn't it didn't culminate into that though. Like as far as uh, a coherent story went, like Avatar it was a simple story. You know, there's, there's a, like it's a traditional movie. It's not really like there's too much to think about after the after the movie's done. Um, with Prometheus, they just had a bunch of open ended questions going on, and you didn't really get the answers. <laughs> so, so <laughs> um, yeah, there's just, uh, I mean, if it's one thing to say about the movie, that it's just the visuals were very interesting and very cool. Mm. I like the, the first part of the movie when there's like a lot of flyovers of the, which I assume is LV-223, the, the planet that they go to, um, with, in Prometheus. You talking at the beginning? Yeah. I thought it was implied that it was Earth, wasn't it? I thought that was I thought that was like LB two twenty three because the they had the aliens drinking stuff or whatever, right? Yeah, but then the aliens left. So what would? Well, okay, okay, that's another question I had. I um, so for the beginning part, you know, the little sequence where the guy drinks the black blood mm-hmm. and then he like disintegrates. Is that on Earth or is that on the alien planet? And it doesn't state it, but. I think it's assumed that it's Earth, even though it, that sort of raises its own questions of mm-hmm. whether or not it is Earth, because cause I'm not even sure if there's even any form of life at that point. Right. And if, you know, if the engineer's body had you know, disintegrated and recombined to create humans, how come, it, how come there are other life forms on the planet, you know? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, um... Yeah. I was thinking about that a little bit too, because um, I was reading some stuff about it after I saw the movie. Um, aren't we like somewhat similar to animals still? Because like you know how a chimpanzee is like ninety five percent same thing as a human or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we still kind of share like DNA with other other species at mm-hmm. at a certain point. It we just all kind of derive off. <laughs> uh. Because I think what's going at what the movie is getting at was that it's that our DNA is a direct link to their DNA. The whole movie is just a bunch of questions, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and uh, I mean the the biggest question of it is why they killed Charlie Theron. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> Charlie Theron is hot, you know. She has franchise sellability, I think, and she definitely would have been more oh interesting. <laughs> she would have been more interesting to be uh, part of whatever sequel that they have rather than only Shaw or, um, you know, not having her, I think. So. Well, her character in general wasn't even that interesting. Yeah, her character wasn't interesting, definitely. It was um, kind of, it was kind of a, it's kind of, she was kind of like a superfluous character, I guess. She played it a bit one-dimensional or two-dimensional, I guess you had, I should say. Because there wasn't much going on for her for most of the movie. Yeah. I mean, she was just basically babysitting, and then she was saying, no, go away. No, go away. And then... I mean, there were moments that it tries to hint upon, like, there's more to the character. But it's just not enough to be interesting. Yeah, I think... Because she does have those sort of daddy issues Mm -hmm. going on. 
I think they're trying to build her up as some sort of uh, in, internal conflict villain mm-hmm. character um, because we had to have someone human to hate or something through the movie. But the thing is... Yeah, she's just a forced antagonist. She was just yeah. there to be an antagonist and then it wasn't... Yeah, because during the whole movie, we didn't really have anything to hate or be afraid of. So it was kind of her, and then it was kind of her dad, and then it was kind of the space jockey guy, and then it was kind of the black blood, and it was kind of just a whole bunch of different things that we just kind of are scared of, but nothing Mm -hmm. to be scared of kind of thing at the same time. Because nothing was really apparently threatening Mm -hmm. until people just started randomly dying and turning into werewolves and jumping around. Like, um... What, the geologist, when he comes back to the ship? Yeah. filled <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's like... I don't know how to describe it. He's, it's kind of like a toy, and where you wind him up, and he mm-hmm. springs up back to life. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, he, did you initially see, like, they didn't really point it out, like, the character, the extra character, he didn't say, like, why the fuck is his legs folded over his back? But yeah. that's how it was. So, I mean... They had to like bend him completely over, and it didn't really make any much sense. And then they just like, uh, I don't know, I just they just completely turned their back on him. Like, okay, it's like a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, his legs just move around him. And then yeah, and then becomes this werewolf vampire guy with a big head, and then he just like screams at people. And for some reason, he has like sticky boots, like just climbing on the sides of the trucks and stuff. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious how they just ran him over, and then the the guys in the trucks just like, uh, pieced out. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> they don't even. They yeah, don't I mean, even... where did they plan on going? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They just kept going. I didn't see them come back at all, so I don't even know what the fuck they were doing. They're yeah. just like, "Okay, we're just staying on the planet. It's fine." So, <laughs> so that was kind of that was kind of odd. I, I liked how he died because they're just. Like but they ran him over and then they burned him and <laughs> and they just kept shooting him. <laughs> I like I wanted I wanted the guys in the truck to like stop, get out, and then just start shooting him too. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to see that happen, but they just kept going. So it was just kind of. <laughs> 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 and then I I think I think the most redeeming thing of the whole movie is definitely going to be uh, David, um, the android. Oh, he is the best part of this. Yeah, Michael Fassbender did a pretty good job, I mm-hmm. think. Um, the... I mean, you saw his, you saw his uh, hoop shot right off the bike. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I did. Um, I guess it had to be real because they didn't seem to cut anywhere in there. So I guess well, just... they could always just digitally uh, composite that shot or something. Maybe. Right? Um, I have no idea. I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell myself whether or not he even had a basketball in his hand. I guess. Yeah. But. Um, I think the only thing with the android that I didn't quite understand was how he was just kind of just doing whatever he wanted to do, and no one really was really questioning it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Vickers at one point she was just like, "What a fucking asshole!" and she didn't do she didn't even do anything about it. She was like, oh, <laughs> "Okay, I guess I'll play solitaire on my fancy spanky computer." I mean, uh, she probably knew that he was on orders. From uh, Guy Pierce, right? Well, yeah, pro- I mean, he, she knew and that Guy he was Pierce there. Guy Pierce makeup was terrible. Was it like the worst old man makeup? It it was kind of odd. I didn't I didn't like it. It reminds me of um, Fake Nixon in Watchmen. Yeah, where it was just caked on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it would have been. I would I would have liked it better if it was just Guy Pierce. 
mm-hmm. and he's just he just has a terminal illness or something. But I mean, obviously he was kind of like that already, but just not as old. Well, he had to be older, right? I mean, I don't I don't know if he had to be. Like, did he really have to be? Is that in continuity of something? Yeah, because they were, they were setting that up with some viral videos, like that fake TED Talk thing. Right. He did. Yeah, like I that remember. Was set in a certain period, and this was set, you know, decades later. So he had to be older, unless yeah, unless rem- someone cured old age. I don't know. I remember those videos, but the thing is, is it really vital for them to have done that though? At the same time. Like, well, you her- don't even really need to bring him back at all, right? You don't. Like, what what was the main point of of even bringing Guy Pearce's character back? As an old man who was frozen, who was in the ship all along, right? Well, technically, the whole reason that he went was the whole movie. <laughs> but, I mean, if you really want to, like, say, like, what's the reason? I mean, he was the one that funded it. So it kind of made sense to me that he would cryosleep himself so he has the last two days. That's what mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking in the beginning, too. It's like, why doesn't he just cryosleep himself until he's found whatever he needed mm-hmm. if he has so much money? Which he kind of did, and I guess this was just kind of his, like, what do you call it? His hail mary of, of, of sorts. And for there was a lot of in the movie anyway. I mean, you could probably cut that out. Yeah, but, um, they could have they could have shortened it, I think, and they mm-hmm. probably could have made it sort of less uh, less weird if they had cut out that whole part from the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did sort of make sense why he was there for me at least, and it it kind of added an extra um, layer of weirdness to it that was kind of okay with me mm-hmm. um, because they did have to have some sort of reason for David for trying to investigate all the different things that are happening and finding out where the the space jockey guy is so do you think the movie should have been longer I think it would have probably benefited from being a little bit longer mm-hmm. but at the same time it was because there are certain points where it kind of feels like at least the first half, it could be it. It could have been structured more like Jurassic Park. Yeah, where I think... you had a little more understanding of what these characters, who these characters are, and mm-hmm. what, it, what, why exactly they want to do something this outrageous, right? Yeah, they could have. They, I think they could have uh, explained each of the char- the characters a little bit more. Definitely. Yeah. Instead okay. of forcing uh, forcing that flashback early on in the beginning. Yeah, I didn't understand why they they even hired people who didn't want to be there. Yeah. So I don't understand like why they wouldn't go in the first place either. So I didn't really get that. Um, but yeah, they they could have definitely. Like Fifu, he just wants to see rocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he had a completely terrible attitude about it. I didn't really understand why. So it didn't really make sense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's one thing to not really look forward to something, but if you're really like against it, mm-hmm. then why are you going? Because because you need money, but then at the same time, it's like, what are you gonna do with money when you're if you're going on this huge long trip that you might die in? So I don't, I don't know about that part. Um, I think I think the pilot guy, Janik, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a little bit weird too. I thought that he was gonna have some sort of ulterior motive going on or something like he was some sort of puppet i mean they didn't really explain a whole lot of their themes they just kind of laid it out there for us to kind of wonder about 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's, I mean, there's a whole lot of different themes that kind of like all work together, and a, a lot of it has to do with religion. A lot of it has to do with the questions that we have about where we came from, which is kind of huge, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I mean, it raises those questions, but it seems very much like um, like it doesn't want to get its hands dirty and and create controversy, right? Yeah, they they kind of imply too. It's uh, well, who created the engineers? So I mean, there's still the possibility yeah. of of God or yeah, like it doesn't take a side. Yeah, like it has no strong. Yeah, it doesn't answer idea of any. Yeah, it doesn't answer that question. It doesn't have a strong opinion it, on yeah on any side or take any side. We should make a note that this is not the funny podcast. <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> this is like one of the, this is one no of the comedy here. <laughs> um, like there's there's a couple bad parts or kind of parts that didn't really make sense to me. Um. Did just leave out a lot of information from the film. It's 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 just weird. I don't I don't know. I haven't been like this perplexed about a movie since like because I can't say if it's if it's more interesting that way or if it's just more infuriating <laughs> because you don't know what's going on. I think it definitely depends on on the kind of movie movie watcher you are. If you're into super into movies and talking about them, then I yeah. think it's. Kind I mean. Of the, a, when you when you watched it for the first time, um, I mean, I'm assuming that you'll probably watch it again at some point. But, but just that first experience, do you get a sense that there's more hidden meaning to the film? Well, when I was watching it, I thought I thought it was entertaining, and then after after the, like just reflecting on the experience, I was kind of like, hmm, like, well, what's that theme? What's this theme? They didn't really explain this. They didn't really explain that. Mm-hmm. Um, just watching it straight through the first time, I didn't really, I wasn't really questioning anything at the time. Uh, I was just kind of like, I guess holding on to some sort of hope that they would explain something at the end of it. So it just, when they left all these... I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how it is. <laughs> it's like when you come out of the movie, you're like, uh, what just happened? <laughs> like, I know all these things happened, but what happened, really? Yeah. And it's kind of like a... I guess if you, I mean, it's kind of like a day in the life of sort of story. It doesn't really explain the before or the after too much. It's just like, oh, this happened, and, yeah, and that's pretty much it. I, I, I kind of like it because it's that way. I mean, it's, I mean, the first Alien film was like that anyway, right? They just wake up and then all this stuff happens to them. Mm-hmm. You don't have all this sort of backstory to the. Even yep. though there is a bit backstory, because you do have um, David right watching his her dreams or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if it it was more, it was just more of that sort of segment in their life, this sort of episode in their journey. Then it would have been it would have been a little better, I guess. I'm trying to say. Well, that's what it was, pretty much, though, wasn't it? Um, well, it does try to do the the backstories on them. They didn't really do too much of backstory. I think the only thing was Shaw and Holloway, and I yeah. think the, that reason why is because basically they're they're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. What they're really doing was they're explaining Shaw's background. But it also but, tries to do that with um, Charlize's Theron's character. I didn't I didn't really see too much of backstory for her though. Um, just that you know she's the daughter 
uh, Waylon, and then she was like, oh, blah, 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 so and so forth. I didn't want to stay there and fight over the board of directors. That's all That's all it was about. It was more like a justification of why I mean, I would have been. It, I would have been... It would have been better if they just cut out any of that stuff, and just you know, more a little more like a documentary type of style, where it's just following them, and then all this stuff happens, and then because at least then it sort of justifies that whole mystery of what's going on. Well, I don't really, I don't really agree with uh, making it like a documentary style kind of. Well, thing, not a documentary, think, but I'm well, just saying more along that line of just following them instead of trying to squeeze into. I, th- the, I think what you're trying to say other, is. Uh, make it more focused, yeah. Rather than having all these different things going on, mm-hmm. um, that they don't really have time to explain each and every one. But instead, they should have just focused on the one thing, the one theme that they wanted to kind of prove in this movie. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what a typical movie would do. But I mean, if you go the traditional style of filmmaking, then it's it doesn't quite work because it doesn't build on anything and. At least thematically, it doesn't build on anything. It's just very scattered. And if you just leave it into this one sort of moving camera, then it it makes it a little more um, focused. And at least you can say that that because it doesn't focus on all these characters at the same time, then you know you can you can sort of reason why there's so much stuff left out, right? Right. Yeah, that would make more sense. Yeah. Um, but definitely, yeah. They, they. I guess it, it's just giving more emphasis on the other things more than they should have, mm-hmm. and that serves to confuse the audience more than it should be allowed to. I guess because if they were gonna be talking about the other things, they should have explained a little more about them at the same time, or had them less convoluted. Doesn't it seem? Doesn't it seem like this whole summer has been movies that are fairly disappointing? <laughs> this summer? Yeah. Yeah, Men in Black Three, I'm sure, wasn't that great. Um, it's got had some sort of uh, marketing behind it or hype behind it because it's been ten years since the last shitty one. Yeah. So they have to have another shitty one that makes it. Whatever. I mean, even they had what Rock of Ages this weekend. Yeah, I heard And that was really hyped up. I didn't. I didn't think that was gonna do very well because it's a musical. I mean, <laughs> how often do musicals do do well in, in the box office? Well, that already had a a following of its own, didn't it? It was a pretty, it was a big um, stage musical, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think that come kind of comes down to the marketing of mm-hmm. Rock of Ages. I did, I actually didn't know this was the movie that Tom Cruise was in. It was on. It was in over three thousand theaters. <laughs> by the way, yeah, Rock of Ages. That's a pretty big. Be- that's a pretty big bomb. Um, yeah. I I think they that they played up that Tom Cruise is in the movie, then they would have gotten more. I mean, I, I didn't even... pretty noticed whether Tom Cruise was in the movie. I mean, they had his name on the in, screen in all the trailers I saw. I did not see him or I saw Tom Cruise in every well, trailer. Well, I didn't. What are you talking about? I, no, I didn't notice it. Like I'm a Tom Cruise fan, I didn't notice it. So I think you just you were just out. Right. You just... <laughs> well, you, you sat through half the trailer and like I'm out. I'm done with this. I. Well, I'm I'm you, very against you, musicals in you general. Threw up your anyway. hands, and yeah, you were just done with it. Yeah, I'm very against like, musicals like anyway. So as soon as musical, as soon as it's shit, like, right? oh, this is a musical. We're just singing stupid songs from the '80s that are 
yeah. things that you've heard a million times that you will now see in different form. It's like I don't really want to see. I don't really want to see this movie ever. Probably, like, but it it sort of raises the question: Was the '80s like that at all? <laughs> yeah, I I would guess not. But yeah. and then um, what else was there? I mean, Madagascar three. I I didn't even. I didn't even know it was out that weekend. I didn't even know they were making one, and yeah. then it's, it's it's killing the box office right now, at least. But um, yeah, and he had that's pretty my well boy. for itself. That's my yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah, have you heard anything from that movie? Like just just Adam Sandler's voice that he's using. It looks like a terrible movie. <laughs> if, <laughs> see, that's, that's the only thing I can tell you. <laughs> they played they played a clip on uh, Kevin and Bean like one day, and I was like, "Wow, is that really in the movie?" <laughs> and I just could not believe that. They're promoting or they're just bashing the film. They no, they didn't bash it really. They just played a clip from it, and they're like, "This is this is an hour and a half of this." <laughs> and it's like, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I mean, I like Andy Samberg, but I sort of feel bad for him because this does not look very good at all. Yeah, it's it just looks very terrible. Um, because they had Jack and Jill like last year, and that won all ten categories of the Razzies, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, and it's not like. It's not like Adam Sandler is a bad actor, or that he, he's not funny. I mean, he's he, just making shitty movies for the shit of it. I think like he knows that these movies are shitty, and he's just doing them for no reason. I don't understand what his what his goal is or why he's doing these terrible movies. Here's uh, an excerpt from Michael Phillips' review. He's uh, the critic from the Chicago Tribune. Even with 87.5 years to go, the 21st century may never see a stupider comedy than That's My Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess that sums it up. I mean, well, even Jack and Jill. Yeah, I think this is, it was worse than Jack and Jill, apparently, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I don't know if it's worse than Jack and Jill because Jack and Jill, it's. I mean, I haven't seen either, but I would say Jack and Jill is worse than That's My Boy. It probably is worse, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> it just, it just. Adam Sandler has fallen from grace. I think like Happy Gilmore was a peak of it. Billy Madison was a classic. But were any of those movies that good? I mean, they were funny, but like, how good were those movies? To be honest, they weren't. All right, they were like, like when you when you when you're looking back now on those films, they were middle of the line, but they were they were funny. Like I didn't, I don't, I don't, I didn't mind the production values because it, it still made me laugh and it was like hilarious. Like mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore, you know Bob Barker's getting punched in the face. It's like, <laughs> like you can't get that. In so that's my boy came Adam out in the nineties. Would it had done better with a better audience? I I don't think so. Okay, what if Happy Gilmore came out now? Would it be better or worse or the same? Well, it's it's kind of a product of the of the time period it's in. It's not really something that. You can say if yeah, but I'm trying to get now. it is, is that maybe Adam Sandler has just hasn't progressed in his comedy, right? Like the comedy he's making now, it's it's still the same comedies that they were then. It's just the audience has changed. Is that po- entirely possible? That's I guess that is possible. Uh, I do I do see how it, how that can be a factor. Um, because it, if you watch, I mean, Little Nicky. Came out in what two thousand something like that. Yeah. And if that came out like five years earlier, would that would that have been better? 
I think I think Little Nicky was the chain was like the the part like point. it it was like it was kind of like a tipping point for Adam Sandler into this terrible realm. I like Little Nicky myself. I thought it was hilarious. Everyone hated it though for whatever reason. I mean, it it and seemed then, like it's just the same Adam Sandler movie. I mean, it's not great, but it's mildly funny, right? It's, it has its moments. Yeah, I I haven't really given it much thought. I um. I just think Adam Sandler is going to have to do something a little bit different than what he's normally accustomed to. Because mm-hmm. um, he's more – like where his, his gold is right now is family comedies and not necessarily um, the weird. Do you do more family comedies or should he just go into dramatic films? I haven't seen Punch Drunk Love. I know that he was in that and that was like a dramatic movie, right? And I hear I hear good things about it. I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it. Um he, he can probably. I, I've seen about half of Spanglish, and he was he was good in Spanglish. And Spanglish is probably more of a dramatic film than a comedy, mm-hmm. even though he's not the star of that film. I mean, I think he plays more of a supporting role because he's like the husband, T. Leone's character, and that's more of a family drama mm-hmm. film. But he was good in that film, and then he was also good in Funny People, which is more of a drama. It was more of a comedy drama, though, right? Yeah, but when you watch it, it seems like it's more of a drama. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it sounded depressing, so I didn't. Yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> it's not terribly funny, right? It's not like a right. big, broad comedy, but it's it's more of a drama with some comedic elements to it. Yeah, I think for some reason he's kind of changed as a as an actor for yeah. whatever reason, and I don't think he's as good as he used to be because it, it was it was funnier when he was kind of like a younger guy, but now yeah. he's kind of getting older. It's not as funny anymore to watch him be the characters that he's choosing to do. Like, he, I guess he was trying to be some sort of like a big daddy sort of thing, but even weirder. Mm-hmm. Um, big daddy, I didn't, I didn't like too much, but I mean, a lot of people like it for whatever reason because it had more, more of a family drama part part in it. I think. So, would you watch a Happy Gilmore too? At this point, I don't, I don't think I would expect anything good from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... <laughs> I mean, they could probably have like the same characters coming back, and I think it might be kind of okay. But it's mm-hmm. kind of like... It's, the, the time for that has passed, I think. Like, he's not making the same kind of jokes that people like from him anymore. He's kind of making these weird comedies that don't really appeal to anyone. He's making a type of movies that they were parodying in uh, Funny People, <laughs> right? Like that's yeah. That's essentially um, it. I haven't seen the movie, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like these movies are kind of like weird parody movies that they're just parodying himself, basically. Yeah. Um, well, what else was there? I mean, you had Battleship that came out. Yeah, I, I was expecting a lot better from that. I didn't. I don't know if it was. You were t- expecting something better from Battleship? Like, uh, like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> At least it didn't make anywhere near that. It's like that film, by the way, the proposed budget it says here, two hundred and nine million dollars. Yeah, and it's like sixty million dollars at most. Yeah. D- domestic. Um, what about the dictator? Well, I think dictator was um, kind of like one of the the smaller movies they didn't really spend too much money on. I couldn't. I can't imagine them spending more than like. Fifteen million, twenty million dollars on that. Sixty-five million. Well, that's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> What's the I budget mean, for the dictator? 
Well, Sasha Born Cohen's movies kind of um, make a lot more money on DVD, I think, mm-hmm. than in theaters. Because Borat, when it came out, I think it dropped off pretty quickly, right? I think it gained in it. Well, it it had a limited release, and I think it built up as uh, as the weeks went by. It's not like I don't, I don't think Borat uh, opened to a wide release, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think with Borat, they also have a had a really small budget. Yeah. So uh, that's why it kind of did a lot better for them, but then they kind of when they started kind of putting more money in, into mm-hmm. into him because he can't really do those movies anymore because everyone kind of knows who he is. Yeah. Uh, what about Hunger Games? Um. Well, I mean, that's like the kind of the runaway hit of the summer, right? Well, it was it was very hyped up and was a big thing for a few weeks, and then it's just quieted down now. I mean, no one's really talking about the Hunger Games anymore. Well, isn't Hunger Games two coming up pretty soon? Uh, probably. I mean, they're, I think they're supposed to wait for Jennifer Lawrence to finish X-Men 2. Mm-hmm. Well, see, she says, uh, Hunger Games says $401 million yeah. d- domestic, and that's, that's pretty good. I mean, when, it, most movies don't get to... Well, it could make a lot of money, but, um, but does it fulfill that hype? I mean, I, I didn't consider Hunger Games that, that good of a movie. I mean, it was okay, but... I think I think it did well enough. It seems for like itself. it was underproduced and underwritten. I I didn't see the movie, so I can't really comment too much on that. I, I don't I don't know how. I mean, it it had a pretty long time in the office in the box office at number one. So, I mean, it there had to be because nothing very good was coming out it during that time anyway. Well, there had to be some good words about it going around because mm-hmm. it, it. Well, it's just one of those things. It's just. The hype from the books, yep. it just has a big fan base from the books. Uh, well, I mean, what else is coming out next? Um, I mean, we can all assume, we can all agree that the Avengers pretty much fulfilled the hype, right? Yeah, definitely. I think it kind of exceeded my expectations, at least. Did you have uh, high, high expectations for them or low expectations for Avengers? Yeah. Uh. I no, I thought I thought it was gonna be a good movie. I thought that I was definitely expecting it to be a good one because they had all these different superheroes in the same movie and never really seen such like a huge cast like that mm-hmm. um, ever. So I mean, I expected it. It had to be good. If it wasn't like perfect, I probably would have said, "Yeah, that's not as good as it should have been." Um, I was always skeptical that of how good it would be, so I, I just had low expectations going in. I mean, I was excited for it just mm-hmm. because. It, uh, it's the Avengers, you know, and but um, I mean it's it it was good. I was entertained. I don't <laughs> yeah, I think I think the summer's been kind of different uh, as far as most summers go. Because I I was reading an article about um, the bigger movies when they come out, they actually suck up the money from other movies rather than um, pumping up all the other ones at the same time. Because mm. um, I guess what. What's probably happening is that they're opening multiple theaters for the same movie nowadays because of 3D and shit. Mm. Um, so there's more open spots. So there's more revenue coming in for those movies. So then there's less times for the other ones for people to say, "Oh, let's go to that one instead," kind of thing. So I think I think there's more capacity for the bigger movies. So that's why it's kind of sucking up the money from other movies. So I think um, when the Avengers came out, it like sucked up the battleship money and all the other things that were coming out at that time. And Hunger Games did the same thing too. 
what would you say they're good movies? I mean, you've really probably seen one of those. I mean, you haven't seen uh, Hunger Games, but yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a good movie. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they definitely marketed it correctly. That's for sure. Um, well, I'm looking at what else is coming out. Uh, we got Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> like, what do you expect from a title like that? I mean, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I just, I didn't really, I didn't think it was gonna. I be was sitting there for, like, for Prometheus, and there were, there were a good number of older people in the audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched it in the morning. There weren't that many people in the in the theater that anyway. But a lot of them were older people. And you see Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter trailer. And you can hear the groans in the theater. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I think it definitely... It wasn't very appealing to anyone watching that trailer. Like, what is this? I don't understand. They're they're making fun of Abraham Lincoln. That's so bad. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but what do you expect from the film? How how would it do? And how I, would it... I think it's it's like an interesting period piece. I don't really know why... They needed Abraham Lincoln as it, but it's just kind of, kind of. That's I guess they throw in that humor kind of aspect. Of course, to it. it is based on the book. I mean, it's. I I didn't even know it was a book. Uh, yeah, it's 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 based off a novel, but um. But would it translate into ticket sales? Or is it just a narrow audience that's going to watch it? Because it is being released on three thousand screens. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's something that I think is gonna only be appealing to like the the younger crowd, like the teenagers and stuff like that. They're like, "That's so hilarious!" Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Ah. It doesn't really look that funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look that funny like at all. The trailer, it's like a, you, you just you can get by with the trailer alone. It's like an action movie, and then they just toss in all that vampire shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, but but would you want it to be a little campier? Because it looks like it's just playing it straight. I think it will be campy, though, is the thing. It doesn't look like it from the trailer, though. I mean, it. I mean, if it doesn't have a sense of humor about it, I mean, it. it it's going to be in tr- some trouble, right? Yeah, if it doesn't have a sense of humor about it, it's definitely going to be in trouble. I think it's probably like one of those movies where it takes itself super seriously, so it's actually funny. It's ironic kind of mm-hmm. thing. So I think maybe that's what they're kind of, kind of trying to go for. Well, Tim Burton's producing it, so. I mean, he's got he's got that sort of like he he picks those kinds of movies that have some sort of uh, that appeal to it. I guess mm-hmm. so they have some sort of sarcasm involved or some sort of irony involved. Or so, in other words, next week Madagascar Three is going to be number one again. Right? Like <laughs> <laughs> well, does Abraham Lincoln Empire Hunter come out next week? It, it, yeah, it does. It comes it out does. next week. Like next week's the twenty second, right? Well, I expect uh, Madagascar. Well, actually, Brave. That Brave will probably be number one. Yeah, I think Brave will probably hit with the the young the way younger crowd and also the adults who are bringing their kids. Yeah. So Madagascar three, I'll probably expect it to be like about fifteen million. Um, but is Brave week. something that you would want to see? I mean, it's not like it doesn't look like the best of the Pixar films. It does not. I don't. I don't like it at all. I don't really like the story that was presented in the trailer. I yeah. think, of course, the animation is amazing as always, but. Um, it just seems like some weird empowerment movie that we didn't really want or need, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, it's because it's about the girl not marrying someone or whatever, right? How many hit or hit and misses does Pixar have in your book? In my book, yeah, I, I hated Cars. I hated Cars too. Um, I didn't see Cars too actually, but I still hated it. Um, I wasn't interested in Bugs Life. They did Bugs Life, right? A Bugs Life. A Bug's Life, 
I never I never watched it. I was never interested in watching it. It was I saw like it's, it's the same thing with it. cars. I never <laughs> I wasn't interested in cars and they didn't want to watch cars. I didn't like cars too much because they had Owen Wilson as an as a voice actor. Mm-hmm. I didn't really I don't really like What's his... your beef with Owen Wilson? Like is he... I don't like his voice or his face. <laughs> <laughs> So, because uh, I think I think behind enemy lines kind of killed him for me. Okay. So, because I couldn't, I couldn't. I forgot that he was in Anaconda. When I saw him in Anaconda, it blew my mind. Like I was rewatching Anaconda. Uh huh. Did not remember that he was in that movie. I actually didn't see that movie either, though. You should just for John Voight. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Jennifer Lopez is in that too, right? Yeah, and Ice Cube. And Ice Cube. Oh, I have to. Yeah. You should watch it for Ice Cube and uh, <laughs> an Ice Cube John movie Wood. that isn't a family comedy or a barber shop is probably. He's also in Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, and he was like the sheriff funny. or whatever. Yeah, the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> the their boss. Um, but Cars, you didn't like. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, Bugs Life, you didn't watch, right? I watched most of it. It wasn't that great. I thought Ants was a better movie, and that was a DreamWorks animation movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they both came out at the same time, so I was just like, oh, what's that movie? Isn't that the same thing as Ants? And let me see what else they made. All right, so Toy Story. How'd you feel about Toy Story? Well, the first one is obviously good. Okay, and then Bugs Life. It was... Uh, Toy Story 2. I didn't... I don't remember Toy Story 2 all that much. I don't think I saw it. Okay. I'm I'm getting the feeling that everything you're going to say from Toy Story is from Toy Story 2, just like you did. <laughs> well, no, I know Toy Story's thing. It's uh... That's the one where they had to save... Uh, Toy Story is the one they had to save uh, Woody, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to... They had to go to the pizza place and all that stuff, and they're moving because they all got left over there, and they're like, oh, what are we going to do? And then... The guy was like blowing uh, stuff up. Monsters Inc. was after Toy Story. I didn't, I didn't see Nemo. that. I didn't Fi- care much for Finding Nemo. I didn't. I didn't like it at all. Um, I thought Finding the, Nemo. Yeah, I thought the blue. Fi- uh, Finding Nemo. I thought the blue fish was the most idiotic character ever, and then the dad was the most idiotic character ever. Yeah, it always blows my mind why people love Finding Nemo so much, and it's. I think it's just because of daddy issues, right? Like it's that yeah. whole and, and, and the type. kid that wasn't even that funny either. Yeah, and I think the best part of the whole movie was the seagulls saying "mine, mine, mine." That's that's that one, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the no. Only... That was Toy Story. <laughs> oh, it's Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I don't, I don't fucking know. They're all the same shit. <laughs> um, I think Finding Nemo sort of resurrected Ellen DeGeneres' career, didn't it? I suppose. I. Oh, I mean, they gave was... her that hit, and she was. Yeah, she was the bluefish right? after that. Yeah, she was um, the bluefish that you did not like. The bluefish I did not like. Which I'm assuming you have something against gays now because you don't like the bluefish. <laughs> uh, I like the I like the the supporting characters in that movie. I didn't like any of the main characters at all. I yeah, I didn't I, like Finding Nemo too much. I mean, it's a good movie. I didn't. I just didn't care too much for it. The um, Incredibles I thought was okay, but I kind of don't. The Incredibles like it. was great. I don't know. First the gays and now the Incredibles. What's your <laughs> what's your deal, man? <laughs> Um, I mean, The Incredibles was okay. I'm not gonna say it was bad, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I didn't like. You know, it's always about a family or something. So I'm like, ah, like enough with the family stuff. 
Uh, the family element there works. I mean, it, it it does, but I mean, if you're going through the whole sort of career of Pixar, mm-hmm. they they always kind of gravitate towards a family unit sort of. Oh, that's the case for thing. a lot of just animated films and comedy. It films. is, and I I mean, they have a movie like I guess called Up, right? I haven't seen that, but it's not necessarily about a family, right? It's just did you watch old, uh, old Ratatouille? I did not. Me either. Um, well, I saw Wally. Wally, yeah. Wally was. Uh, it was a good movie. I didn't have any problems with that. Um, Did you get the feeling that Wally should have been in Prometheus? Is it <laughs> <laughs> so just, just roaming around looking for someone? Yeah, and piling of. up all the scrap. <laughs> um, uh, up, up to me seems like it was overrated. Didn't you? I didn't see it. I hear it was really sad or something. Yeah, the best part of that movie, which is, which is why I think it was just, people overrate the film, was just the first ten minutes of the film. Because he's getting like foreclosed or something, right? And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna." Inflict it wasn't just that; it was this whole uh, montage of his life and his marriage. And oh. It's like very romantic and sweet and stuff, and and then yeah, and then and then the wife, his wife dies, and then he gets foreclosed as he gets older and stuff like that. But well, um, well that's very depressing. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the first ten minutes was great, and then the rest of it was was good. But it, overall, it's just very overrated because of those ten minutes. Um, Toy Story three. I didn't see it. Okay. Uh, Cars two. You didn't see that either, right? Nope. Okay. So then now we have Brave coming out next weekend. And I probably won't. I probably won't watch it ever. Yeah. Like first the gays and then. (laughs) And then the the females. Yeah. Exactly. And then um, yeah, Ginger. Ginger, uh, Scottish, uh, Scottish or something like that. Yeah, they're like Scottish accent. Yeah, sort of weird stuff. I didn't. I don't think that's gonna do as good as like their other movies because I don't. I don't see how they're supposed to appeal to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no it's, one likes gingers. <laughs> well, it's like it's like that, and also it's like what are you supposed to to really relate to in that movie as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. It's I mean, I'm I'm sure there's a, enough to relate to. I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about the movie anyway, but uh, at the Brave is Monsters University. I assume that's something to do with Monsters, Inc., right? Yeah, it's a sequel to Monsters, Inc. Is that a prequel or a sequel? I think it's a prequel. Yeah, it's when they meet in college. Okay. Yeah, John Goodman and Billy Crystal's character, characters. Well, again, I haven't seen Monsters, Inc., so I... I have, you should watch I it. I don't have much interest in it. Uh, and then after that, something called The Good Dinosaur, which I don't know anything about. Is it like The Good Shepherd, but with dinosaurs? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, The Good Shepherd did have dinosaurs. Robert De Niro's going to direct that one, right? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci plays a dinosaur. Uh-huh. And then he gets whacked at the end. Uh, and after that the untitled Pixar movie that takes you inside the mind <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea what that means <laughs> that's what it's called that, that's the title that's the working title for it well I know I don't understand what, yeah, what yeah. it's a working title for inside and the after mind that untitled Pixar movie about uh, Day of the Dead but yeah that's, I guess that's Pixar but um Back to summer movies. I mean, after this, the coming weekend is Magic Mike. 
Aren't you excited for Magic Mike? T- Ch- Channing is it, Tatum. Isn't that the uh, parody of um, Chris Angel? Oh, no, my friend. It's not a parody. It's based on uh, Channing Tatum's life when he was a stripper before he became a Hollywood actor. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was about a magician. <laughs> I think the magic in Mike is his penis. That's what they're oh, okay. trying to get at. But, well, uh, I guess now that I look at the, at the, the poster. Steven Soderbergh directs the film. So that's. Am I supposed to be impressed? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the same weekend as Magic Mike and Ted is Tyler Perry's Medea's Witness Protection. <laughs> Jeez, I I can't believe there's. Have you seen making... any Tyler Perry film? No. Um, my dad apparently he loves them. Uh, I was over at his place, and then he was saying, "Have you guys seen the Tyler Perry Tyler Perry movies? They are." Hilarious! They are the best. <laughs> they are the best movies ever. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> First the gays, and then now the gingers, and now the blacks, and now the blacks. <laughs> uh, and then the weekend after that is the Amazing Spider-Man. I am, that looks good, doesn't it? Right? Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I think. Yeah, and then uh, you have Katy Perry. Part of me. Is that a her documentary? A concert movie. Uh, I think it's part. Concert Park actual documentary. The Savages looks terrible, by the way. Uh, if you've seen that, I do. What's it again? What's about again? Um, something about like a drug deal gone wrong. There's like, some sort of love love triangle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, and... I, mean, I guess it'd be fine for the action, but I mean, I'm not really gonna be there for the the story. I don't think anyone's gonna be there for the story. It just it looks like um. It was like an exploitation film that takes itself really seriously, right? Yeah, that's the type of film it is. That's basically which, what it is, yeah. Which seems uh, seems about right. It is Oliver Stone, and I don't think Oliver Stone makes <laughs> like dramas, like straight dramas anymore. It's got to be some sort of exploitation film. Yeah, it's got to. I don't, but I don't know what kind of a statement he's trying to make with this movie, though. It's just like, oh, drug dealers should kill each other. I think he just wants to see Blake Lively half naked, and that's and that's then, what he's uh, trying to go for. Or maybe Selma Hayek, I don't know. Yeah, Selma Hayek. Trying to get them to make out or something. (laughs) Um, That seems like a Michael Bay move, though, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it does seem like some weird bad boys. The movie, though, it looks like like a um, Tony Scott movie, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't... He must have hired the the cinematographer from a Tony Scott movie. Or he just hired Tony Scott to shoot the film for him, I don't know. (laughs) Um. After that, we after that is Ice Age, Continental Drift. See, I'm surprised that they're making. I'm assuming that has to do with Asians. Uh, (laughs) No. Uh, Continental Drift. I think it's about India slamming into Asia. Anyways, um, we can have that as Dark Knight Rises. And War of the Buttons. I don't know what that's about though. But the weekend um, after Dark Knight Rises, you better watch out because Step Up Revolution's coming out that weekend. <laughs> There's The Watch with uh, Ben Siller. Yeah, you speak on Neighborhood Watch. Yeah. And in the whole Trayvon Martin thing, they had the... Total Recall. Yeah. That's coming pretty soon. What Beat do you these people? Yeah. <laughs> so I want I want to have quotes from the original movie and the new one. I don't care how they do it. I want them to shoehorn it in. That's all I want from this movie. You don't think they're going to have that divorce one? They, I mean, they'll probably allude to some things. You're a damaged goods lady. 
<laughs> I mean, oh, that was true, lads, wasn't it? No. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. To consider it a divorce. I want to have that in that movie. They had they had a little bit of that in the trailer, um, but I think that they're going to have Kate Beckinsale more of a of an antagonist throughout the whole thing than in the '80s movie. You psychopathic bitch. That was was that True Lies too? I don't know. Uh, I think that was True Lies. Yeah, that was, I think true, it was lies. true Lies. Yeah. Are there no True Total Recall ones on this soundboard? What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible soundboard. Total Recall yeah. is like the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie for me. I'm trying to look for um, the Screw You one. I don't think it's on here though. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Die, Benny! <laughs> I, always, I always say that a lot in my head. Ram your stomach. That wasn't true. That wasn't Total Recall, right? Which one? This one? But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach! No, that's Running Man. Yeah. I don't think I have anything from True Lies. God. Or um, Total Recall. Give these people alcohol gun. <laughs> <laughs> See you at the party, Richter. <laughs> See you at the party, Richter. <laughs> I was saying that for like a good week. I was just like, <laughs> to everything. I was like, "See you at the party, Richter." Anytime there's some sort of Facebook invite, does I just post that on someone's wall? <laughs> it's such See you a at the party. <laughs> it's such a perfect line after after his after his arms get like <laughs> severed. They just set it up so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, you got Total Recall and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I don't know anything about Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Uh, Expendables two, another Arnold that, film. That should be some sort of entertaining, I think. Oh, it should be. At least I hope so. I mean, I'm hoping that they have more of Arnold. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, it, would you want to see more Chuck Norris or more Arnold Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger. Yeah. For sure. But I think it's just because we've been kind of on a hiatus from him for so long. We mm-hmm. haven't seen anything new from him for like 10 years. So Yeah, but in general, I mean, would you want to see another Chuck Norris movie or would you want to see an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? <laughs> I mean, Chuck Norris movies aren't that great. Like, they're just they're just bad corny. They're not really, like, good corny like most Schwarzenegger movies are. Um, Expendables 2, uh, Paranorm- Paranorman. I have no idea about that either. I mean, it just seems like a something to do with like uh, Frankenstein and all that crap. Something like that, yeah. Um, I don't know what Sparkle is. It says musical drama. Uh, that looks like a horror movie. Hit and Run. I don't know what's Hit and Run. Anymore. Well, we're going into like August now. So, <laughs> what are we going to talk about next week if we're going through to August? <laughs> <laughs> Premium Rush. Uh, Gordon Lovett's in that one. Yeah, that's pretty much it for summer. Yeah. Well, I think this summer is probably pretty much done. I mean, there's a couple of movies that I would like to see. Uh-huh. But... So just... when when does the summer season actually end for movies? Well, once Dark we, Knight? Once we go back to school? No, but for this one, like, oh, where can the... you just stop anticipating just movies? Stop anticipating? Uh, probably Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah, I think. I mean, you're not excited for Step Up Revolution at all. No, I'm not gonna let it. Or 3D that one. dance battles in the ring. I think no. I think Expendables 2 will be a nice like rounding off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as something that is 
worth watching. But the rest of the movie is probably not going to be as great. Total Recall, you know, it's kind of like an extra thing in the middle there. Um, There's still Gangster Squad in September. Yes, I did see a trailer for that. That looked uh, interesting. It's like... uh, Resident Evil is also out that weekend. Uh-huh. Retribution, which looks terrible. Because <laughs> it's a Paul W.S. Anderson movie, right? Yeah, but I don't know. It. The first like twenty seconds of the trailer looks like something I would watch because it's like a family comedy drama, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes awry from there. <laughs> like it's, a, it's sort of like Inception with zombies, I guess you can say. <laughs> I'm just seeing all these pic- like pictures from the movie. It just seems like everyone's just dying and things are blowing up. They bring back Michelle Rodriguez in the movie. Oh, okay. Um. You also have Dread, the the new Judge Dread movie, without uh, Stallone. Uh, with Carl Urban. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen anything. I mean, I've seen probably one photo from it, but it looks yeah. pretty good. I mean, I like Carl Urban too. I mean, yeah, he's a good actor. I think he'll definitely do well in that. I don't know about the story, but um, <laughs> you can't really top. I don't think you can top the the '90s one, no matter what you do. <laughs> Because it's it's such a wasn't Rob Schneider in that one too? <laughs> yeah, he was. It, it was. Oh, a, it's such oh. a. <laughs> but he wasn't as bad as like in other movies. Mm-hmm. But there is a Silent Hill movie. Would you rather watch a Resident Evil film or a Silent Hill film? I think Silent Hill is actually kind of more creepy, mm-hmm. and I think they they don't have an idiot um, directing or writing it. Mm-hmm. So I can only assume that Sean Bean dies in this one. He, yeah, he did was you a, see that? Did you see that ad that was up? Like that um, campaign to save Sean Bean? <laughs> no, I didn't. Let me see if I can show it. But um, yeah, there's a, this. Since 1986, Sean Bean has died in over 20 films and TV productions. Let me send it to you, quick. Um, well, I saw that one video where it's like where all his deaths are in a row. Yeah. He has been brutally killed by bow and arrow, handgun, revolver, shotgun, machine gun, bayonet, satellite, blah, 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 blah. One Sean Bean dies every 1.24 years, but you have the power to stop it. Support the Save Sean Bean campaign. <laughs> Let's try to make it through 2012 without killing Sean Bean. Has, has, I want to see Sean Bean in that movie legit, like without him dying. Because <laughs> he's a great actor. But well, he, he didn't die in the first Silent Hill. But then again, he wasn't even that... He wasn't in it that much. much. Yeah. Like, is but there... I'm pretty sure there have been some films where he hasn't died. Well, I mean, there's a couple, but... I mean, I want to see a good, big movie where he doesn't die. Where he plays a hero and he doesn't die? Yeah. Yeah. Or he doesn't have to play a villain and die? Yeah. Well, he plays a good villain, though, so... Yeah. He died in GoldenEye. I remember that much. <laughs> How did he get go tonight? He fell off the thing, right? Yeah, he fell off and into the satellite dish, and then the satellite and then dish, the satellite dish fell, <laughs> <laughs> fell on top of him, and then blew up. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, he didn't die." <laughs> he, did, he didn't die hard enough. <laughs> like the broken yeah. spinal column wasn't enough. Let's yeah. have a huge satellite, fifty million tons satellite fall on top of him. Yeah, a bunch of metal would <laughs> fall on him, <laughs> impale him, and then it's the not same enough, way Kirk went out in uh, Star Trek Generations, right? <laughs> A bunch of metal fell on him. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you should have said, Sean Bean, at the end. Oh, my. And I. 
All right, so I, I guess that's pretty much what we got, right? Yeah. The first half of this was not very funny at all. So just cut it out? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just skip straight to summer movies. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Well, this was episode nine of the Squackle Cast. Big duty pie for your pleasure. Stop whining! <laughs> <laughs> so... Next week is episode ten. How about that? Yeah. What's your What are your thoughts about that? <laughs> big, big fat ten. One of us is in deep trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <then. laughs> Say goodbye, David. Goodbye, everybody. This was an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so sad to see you go, but this show probably blows. If you don't stick around for next time, we will never see a dime. That's the show! Goodbye! Ask your parents for permission before going to squackle.com!